thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for joining us. Come on in. We yeah. saved you the best spot. Yeah. It's a spot around the Word. Amen. Yeah. And we are just enjoying our time together and um, just finding out more of what belongs to us in Christ. Yeah. And one of the greatest privileges of being a born-again believer is that we are the temples of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And He's not in there just to occupy. He's in there to bring a supply. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And so we are learning about how to follow the Holy Spirit. The last several episodes, we've been talking about the importance of it. Yeah. We're going to get more into the the details of how to recognize when the Spirit is leading you. Uh, so we invite you, go back and watch previous episodes. Yes. Yes. But uh, tune in for the future upcoming episodes because there's going to be so much more on this. Amen. Yes. Listen, the Holy Spirit uh, dwells on the inside of us and it is not appropriate for us to not host Him honorably. It matters how we host him. Amen. That we give him proper attention, that we give him proper recognition. And not only that, that we give him proper place in our everyday life, not just when we go to church, but in our everyday life that we turn toward him and we acknowledge him, that we acknowledge him. You are my divine helper. You are the divine genius in me. And I look to you for how you're leading me. I look to you for what you're directing me to do. I look for your guidance. I look, I listen for your teaching. Amen. Uh, that makes all the difference in life of who we're listening to. Amen. So the Holy Spirit endeavors to lead every believer, but sometimes believers don't always know to follow the Holy Spirit who is in their spirit. Right, right. They don't know what that looks like. They don't know what that sounds like. Well, thank God we have the opportunity to share what we know with you. We don't presume to know it all, but we're learning. And uh, I love something that Brother Hagen says to us because Brother Hagen always said to us, he was our spiritual father. And he would say, if you can teach people to follow their spirit, you can help them in every arena of life. And that is huge. Um, that the Holy Spirit is a specialist in every arena of life. Amen. That if we'll follow him, he'll, he'll help us to walk in the divine health that belongs to us. Um, he'll help us to use wisdom in our financial matters, in our business matters. He'll help us to have a home of peace. If we'll follow him, he'll help us in every single arena of life. And the wonderful thing about it, he's always present 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're never without divine 
help. Yeah. Now to think of that, what that means in life, that it, we don't just have help, we have divine help. Yes. Amen. Yes. So we want to honor him yes. and listen to him, yes. give attention to him. And not only that, learn him, yes. learn his ways, uh-huh. learn how he moves yes. because what he brings to us requires something. It requires our cooperation. That's yes. right. Um, he can endeavor to lead us, but if we don't cooperate, he can't be the help he wants to be. Right. Amen. Amen. We don't want to grieve him by not permitting him to be who he really is to us. Amen. Amen. As I said, he is the divine genius. No use, no use living by what you know, only when you have access to the, the genius of heaven. Amen. Why? He takes the, the wisdom of God the mind of God, and he will lead us into it. Uh, we, the, when we were finishing up our previous episode, we went to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. I want us to look there again. So join me there, if you would. Romans 8, verse 14. It reads, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So notice this. God is telling us that his sons are led. As sons, we have a right to be led. As his children belonging to his family, God is not leading, leaving us in this earth without help. We have the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. He will lead us. Yes. And if I could say this, this is a promise for us. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. Many miss the leading of the Spirit because they're following the leading of their own minds. They're following their own human natural reasoning. When God uh, communicates to us, mm-hmm. speaks to us, he doesn't do it, to, he doesn't do it through our minds. Right. He's a spirit. Right. He's made us spirit beings. Therefore, we're in the same class of God simply because we're spirit beings. Yes. That was his doing, not ours. Right. He did that. And so he communicates with us spirit to spirit, not, not his spirit to our mind. Right. His spirit to our spirit. And the Holy Spirit leads us by communicating to our spirit what God says to him. Meaning this, there's a there's a there's a flow, there's a flow. There's a chain of command. And he follows that. God, uh, the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. He takes the mind of God, the wisdom of God for your life, for the plan of God. He will, He will communicate that to your spirit. And then that which is in your spirit will float up and enlighten your mind. When God, com- when God speaks to you, it doesn't come from out here in. Right. It comes from inside yes. up. Yeah. Amen. 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 Either your mind does become involved, but your mind is not the source. Right. Your mind is the recipient yes. of what God communicates to your spirit. Amen. Amen. Yes. So we, we don't look to our emotions. We don't look to our feelings. Mm-hmm. We don't look to our reasonings and what we can measure and calculate and what we can plan ourselves. We can't just come up with a good idea and because we like it, call it God. Right. We have to learn the difference between something we calculated and something God authored. Yes. Amen. Amen. So it says that the sons of God, they're led by the Spirit of God. Then two verses down in Romans 8, verse 16, it tells us this. The Spirit itself, or we could say this, the Spirit Himself, Mm -hmm. bears witness with our spirit. Now notice, verse 14 says that the Spirit of God will lead us as the sons of God. Then this verse, two verses down, tells us the primary way 
that the Spirit leads us. He bears witness mm. with our spirit. That's so good. The first thing he bears witness with us about that we are the sons of God. Right. When you got born again, people would say, how do you know? You can't tell them how you know. I just know right. on the inside. What was that? The Spirit was bearing witness uh-huh. with your spirit yes. and it, it produced a knowing. You just know. Yes. Amen. Amen. And you just have an inward witness. I know I'm right with God. I know I belong to him. I know he belongs to me. That's the very first thing that the spirit does for us when he comes in. He bears witness with our spirits that we're the son of God. But from then on out, that's also how he leads us. He bears witness with our spirit. Yes, take this job. Yes, uh, move to that city. Yes, buy that house. Or no, don't go that direction. You see, he does it by bearing witness. And you say, does he speak words? Not necessarily there's a knowing. Yes. You just, it's a witness. Yes. It's not words, it's a witness. Yes. Does that make sense to yes. you? Um, when you need to know what to do, make sure you look here. Wow. Turn toward your spirit and say, Holy Spirit, you're endeavoring to communicate to me what, what my answer is. I'm going to listen. Amen. Amen. And you don't have to say, would you guide me? He's in there to guide you. (laughs) I never, there were four kids in our family growing up and I don't ever remember getting up to mother and saying one day, would you be my mother? Come here. Let me teach you something, little girl. What do you think I've been doing all this, all this time, right? Don't ask her to be who she is. You do not have to ask the Holy Spirit to be who he is. All we need to do is acknowledge who we know him to be. Say, you don't say, Holy Spirit, would you help me? Say, Holy Spirit, you're there to help and I'm going to listen. Amen. Amen. And we don't have to ask him to lead us. We don't have to ask him to guide us, to teach us. We have to say, I'm listening. I'm turning toward you. You are my guide. Amen. And so this is the primary way that he is going to lead us. He bears witness with our spirit. Now, um, the leading of the spirit belongs to us because we belong to God, because we're in his family. It's a right of sonship to be led. Now, listen to that. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to do enough good works to earn the leading of the spirit. The sons of God are led. That's a right of sonship. Amen. So it's not going to be something, uh, uh, leadings don't belong more to one believer than they do belong to another believer. Maybe somebody's been saved for 30 years and then somebody else has been only saved a week. The leading of God belongs to both equally the same, not because they earned it, not because they've served God enough, but because of sonship. I'm, 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 a, I'm as much a child of God as another believer yes. and the leading of the spirit belongs to us because we belong to him. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Sonship brought us into that. Yes. So don't, we don't have to, if I could say this, pray long enough mm-hmm. to earn a leading of God. Right. Read our Bible long enough right. to earn a leading of God. Now don't misunderstand me in that. Reading our Bible is important. It's imperative. Yes. Praying it's not, it, it's, it's, it's a command. Yes. Amen. Yeah. We're commanded to pray without ceasing, make it a lifestyle. Yes. But it's not those things that earn the leading of the spirit. But as we read our Bible mm-hmm. and as we pray, we become more sensitive to how the spirit's leading us. Yes. Yes. 
So praying doesn't earn it. It just makes us more sensitive to the one who will lead us. Amen. Amen. Um, Many try to interpret for themselves what the leading of the spirit is and they get off. You go to the word to find how the spirit leads. Don't go to your feelings. Don't go to emotions. Don't go to what some religion has taught. Some, uh, if I could say this, even false religions of how they teach. Uh Um, We go to the word. And uh, there in Romans 8, 16 tells us, that the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit. This is not the only way, but this is the primary way. This is the way we need to become most familiar with because the leading of, there will never be a time that the Spirit, the the witness of the Spirit won't be involved. Now let me explain it this way. Many think that the leading of the Spirit is to be led by a voice, that you hear a voice, mm-hmm. that you have a dream, that you have a vision or someone speaks a prophecy to you. Mm-hmm. Those things may happen, mm-hmm. but we have no promise in the Word saying those belong to us. Right. And even if we do receive a vision, have a dream, mm-hmm. someone gives a prophecy to us, it will, if it's God, it will always be accompanied with the spirit bearing witness. Yes. Yes. Meaning this, if someone were to, to minister a prophecy to you, but on the inside, it doesn't bear witness, then it's not God. Right. Because the, the, the witness of the spirit must always accompany every other thing God does. That is critical to learn that. If it does not seem right in your spirit, then don't, don't, you don't have to accept it. I don't care how spectacular And I don't care what vessel was used. I don't care who God used to bring that to you. Amen. Amen. Uh, Like I said, nowhere in scripture are we promised a vision. You don't pray for visions. You don't have that promise. We don't pray for dreams. We don't have that promise. We don't pray that God will give us a prophecy. Those are things that may happen. But all we need to do is position ourselves just to be, just to listen. Amen. Just to listen. Um, God uh, promises his sons how he will lead us. And again, that is the spirit bearing witness. Mm -hmm. Now, um, this is the primary way God is going to lead us, but it's the safest way. Now, let me explain that. A dream, a hearing a voice, having a vision, prophecy, all that's out here. The inward witness is in here. It has nothing to do with out here. The devil can imitate a voice. He knows how to speak and be heard. Yeah. The devil can give someone a dream. What do you think nightmares are too? A lot of people, the devil harassing people with that. Um, What about a vision? The devil can appear, cause something. The Bible says he can appear as an angel of light. He can even disguise himself. Mm -hmm. What about prophecy? The devil knows how to speak something through someone that that may be getting your presence and say something. 
That doesn't mean the people are evil if they do it wrong. But these are all outward things that the devil can imitate. There's one thing he cannot ever imitate, the inward witness. Why? Because he's not in you. He's not in you. If you're born again, he's not in your spirit. He can never duplicate the inward witness. That's why it's the safest way to be led. That's why it's the primary way God's going to lead us. Um, it's not the most spectacular leading. Don't you think uh, hearing a voice would be a lot more spectacular? Whether it's God or the devil, it's a more spec, it's more dramatic. Having a vision, um, having a dream, being given a prophecy, all of that is more uh, attention getting, right? It's more spectacular. Being more spectacular doesn't make it God. So don't follow the spectacular. Yes. It will lead you into unsoundness. Yes. That's right. That's right. Follow the inward witness. Yes. Because like I said, if there is a dream, a vision, a prophecy, a voice you hear, if it's God, you will always have the inward witness accompanying that saying, that's God. That's right. And if it's not God, you won't, it won't seem right. That's not God. Don't accept it. I don't care how spectacular. I don't care if a troop of angels show up. I don't care if a whole company of them showed up. Amen. If it doesn't bear witness with your spirit, it is not to be accepted. I said it is not to be accepted. Hallelujah. Aren't you grateful to know the devil cannot touch that inward witness. He cannot duplicate that. He cannot touch it. Amen. So that's why being led by the inward witness trumps every other leading. Did you ever play a card game and there's one suit in that card game that trumps every other suit? You have hearts, diamonds, clubs, spades, right? And in a card game, we would play a spade would trump. I don't care how high your, your diamond card is. The lowest trump card will beat it. I don't care how dramatic that leading is. I don't care how dramatic it is. Uh, the, 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 the inward witness, not being near as spectacular, it trumps it every time. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, does what you're hearing and what seems to be shown you, does it seem right here? Does it, it's not like you can even say words. You go, it just doesn't seem to fit. It doesn't seem right. Um, that's what you go by. Listen, I've had, I've had dreams in the past that I knew, I knew they weren't God but the devil's trying to get you thinking a wrong way. He's trying to insert wrong things, you see. Uh, God does not use prophecy to lead you. He doesn't use dreams to lead you. He doesn't use voices to lead you. He leads by the Spirit, the inward witness of the Spirit. If a prophecy comes, if a dream is had, if a vision comes, it will only, and and if it's from God, it will only confirm what you already have in your spirit. 
You, you've already, you've got a sense of that. Yeah, that's, I've, I've had that in my spirit. Not necessarily that you heard words. You just had a sense that that was something God was dealing with you about. Amen. Amen. So, um, just know this, you're the safest following that inward witness. When the devil tries to show something, whether through a voice spoken, a dream, a vision, he tries to get a push on it. Pushing you, you better act on this. You better do this. You better follow this. The spirit of God doesn't do that. He just bears witness. You can go this way if you want. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So um, we have to understand these things. I said we have to understand these things. Let's go ahead. Let me talk for a moment about when the Spirit is leading you. How can you discern and recognize what that inward witness is like for you? When the Spirit of God is leading you to do something through the inward witness, it'll just seem, that seems good to do. Not a good idea. I'm not talking about a good idea. I'm just saying down here, that seems good. That seems to fit. That doesn't seem like it's off. It doesn't seem like it's um, a foreign thought. Uh, You have it this way. It's like you have a green light. You have a, a good velvety feeling inside. You have the sense, go ahead, do that. Mm -hmm. You don't hear that in words. It just seems that fits. It's like when a puzzle piece falls in place, nobody had to announce it. It is, ah, that fit. (laughs) And it clicks. It just clicks inside. That is the Spirit of God leading you to do something. Follow that. Obey that. That leading can be trusted. See, that's the important thing. Trust that. Don't follow that and then go, then let your mind kick in and say, well, I'm not sure. Should I do that? If, 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 you, if it seemed right, you're safe doing it. Yes. Amen. Um, it might not even make sense to your head. Right. It, listen, there's a lot of things that the Spirit's led me to do and I go, oh, now see, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have thought of that one, right? Your head may even argue that doesn't matter. Just ignore your head and follow that inward witness. Amen. Amen. But if you have peace about doing something, but your mind's giving you fits, ignore the head. Ignore it. On the other hand, if the Spirit of God is leading you not to do something, you'll sense a caution, a hesitancy. It's like, ah, uh, that seems good. You know, I... but I, for some reason, I'm just a little bit hesitant toward it. That's not doubt. That is your, in, your insides not giving you permission to proceed. Don't go ahead. Have you ever, if you know what I'm talking about, you're walking in a direction and you go, it's like I can't get my feet going that direction. It's like, it's not, I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm just not sure. Then back up. Amen. Amen. Uh, Sometimes it, it can be even stronger, like a, a, a grinding on your heart yes. and your spirit. It's like, oh, that, that, that just doesn't, that doesn't fit anywhere. Right. Or you get a red light, like a caution. Sometimes that inward witness can be stronger than other times in the sense it might be a, a, more dr- a stronger sense. But then sometimes it's a dead feeling. 
Listen to that. It's like a dead feeling. You go to do something, you go, that just doesn't seem right anymore. Um, That's the spirit leading you. Don't go that direction. Don't go that direction. Obey it. Never violate your spirit. Never go against what you sense in your spirit. I don't care how much a loved one is encouraging you a different direction. Never go against your spirit. Never violate your spirit. Because um, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. There have been times, let me just say it as a minister, because I could give you a lot of different examples. Uh, But sometimes when I'm preparing for a service, And I have a sermon that I'm, this seems to be the right sermon Mm -hmm. for this service. I get to the service, I walk in the building, and it's like all of a sudden that sermon seems dead to me. It's like, uh, it seems dry. If I try to go that way, it just, it's a dead feeling toward that. Then I know God wants to do something different. So I don't try to preach that sermon. I say, God, what do you want to do? Evidently, you want to do something different. Sometimes he'll have me to minister by the spirit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he may have me to lay hands on the sick. Sometimes he just gives me a whole different sermon right right there on the spot. That's what I mean, that inward witness. If there's a dead feeling, even though it might have seemed okay previously, when you get in the moment, ah, that doesn't seem right. Then I know don't go that way. That's the same way in my daily life. The way it operates in the pulpit, same way it operates in my daily life. You see, I follow the spirit. I follow the inward witness when I hit the pulpit, just like I do in my daily life. You know, I minister to people by the spirit and I'm, what am I doing? I'm following that inward witness. I don't have to hear a voice. I don't have to see something. I may, but I don't have to. I just follow the inward witness. How is he leading me? Amen. Well, my goodness, we're scratching the surface, right? (laughs) Scratching the surface. And uh, we want you to be sure and watch upcoming episodes because we're going to talk more about it. We've been teaching out of my book called Following the Holy Spirit. We want you to get hold of it because it'll be a blessing to you. You can go to our website at defrainministries.org and you can order your copy there and we'll get it right out to you. The reason that I'm able to come and share these truths with you is because Kenneth Copeland Ministries has sown this time to our ministry, this airtime. And what a generous gift. And we, we ask you that if you're not already a partner, pray about becoming a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries because it keeps programs like this coming into your home. You can go to kcm.org and you can sign up there to become a partner. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Romans 8.14, God gives His children the promise that He will lead them by His Spirit, so we have a right to expect to be led. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. We cannot live the life God authored for us without His power. 
Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you would like to share a testimony or let us know how this ministry has blessed you, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.